Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up? Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. What's up, Bears fans? Adam Hogue alongside Kevin Kadick today filling in. No, we are not wearing the same shirt. Pretty damn close, though. (laughs) That's okay. That happens here at CHGO. Dope merch. Does that happen like once a day, twice a week? A little too often. I feel like we should have a... T-shirt schedule. Means, it means we need more shirts. I think. Yeah, well, I think we need more shirts. Let, we're gonna have yeah. a. We've got the summer sale going on right now at CHGO Locker. 25 percent off. I know a lot of our staff is taking advantage. A lot of our our readers and listeners are as well. So I think we're gonna have a better flow of T-shirts, a better mixture. Wait a minute. Our staff's taking advantage of that. Yeah. Why? We could get fifty percent off. We get 50% off of this 25% off. Oh, wow. So. Well, that's why. That's the answer. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Here I thought that that was silly to only get 25%. I, I, left the, I left the house today under explicit instructions from my wife to not buy any more T-shirts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got here, bought another three, oh, and no. then you walked in the door with uh, some free Hogan Johns T-shirts, so I went over there and helped myself. So she is uh, SOL. I stopped by the obvious shirts store on the way down here yeah. said hi to joe and devin and the crew and walked out with a giant thing of walking bear shirts for people here at chgo so nice you're a benevolent uh co-worker okay thank you <laughs> that was a big word to start the show i know that was, like, I was like we're not used to that here on this word, one yeah. i can't see i got the camera right in front i know there's us. like a hi it's okay maybe it's better this way it's yeah. probably better that you can't see me yeah that's usually what most people yeah, think sure uh, welcome in. We have Lawrence back on. People have missed you the last couple of days. I don't know why, but okay. I mean, people were worried. They were tweeting at you, calling your parents, I think. They, they wanted to know you were okay. You were just, <laughs> just working on other shows, I think. Yeah, just don't tweet at my parents is what okay. I would say. Yeah, that's probably true. I think my um, mom has a burner. I'm not sure of that, but I think so. <laughs> uh, we have to uh, – trust me, This we're going to – talk bears but kevin and i are both wisconsin badgers okay and kevin alerted me to something last night yeah that could not wait it has to be the start of the show would you like to you you were the one that wanted to attack this i saw this on social media someone uh, a college football site did top 50 party schools and they put wisconsin 23rd yeah which is just wrong to begin with (laughs) But we are in between Maine, <laughs> Maine, <laughs> who's partying and at Blue Maine? Mountain State, which I have honestly never heard of until. Isn't right that now. just a TV show? Is that a real university? Is it? I don't know. I thought that was a TV show. Okay, are we sure that this is not just? I swear that there are these companies that just put these like a rankings graphic 
out there on Twitter just to outrage people? Like they purposely. I, make I it think wrong? that's is this what one this of them? is, right? I mean, we as Bears fans, we know that a lot of national outlets, if they want engagements, they'll just do something to piss off Bears fans because nothing mobilizes anger like you know saying the Bears suck. Um, I think that's what it, what it is here because there's no way if you look at who's in front of the big the Big Ten schools alone in front of Wisconsin. You've got Illinois at 15. Like, Champagne's not great. Like, that's pretty much a frat party scene in, you know, a couple crappy bars. You've yeah, got Indi- Indiana, I'd, which I've never really partied at. This thing's fake. Blue Mountain State's not a real school. Yeah, okay. so here's the thing. I don't know why you're talking about it. It's a stupid company <laughs> that put it out. Well, hold on. Like, I, whoa. You're, you're, I Iowa City's number eight, so you don't okay, want... I don't care. I don't go there. And even if I did, what does it matter you what You did go there. Is? You did party there. Yeah, and I did a good job at it. But how does that affect what I do partying? doesn't matter if I'm 8th, 18th, 28th. Who cares? Penn State is number six. Top five, Alabama, West Virginia. I've heard good things about West Virginia. Arizona State, also good things. Tulane, then Georgia. But there's just no way Wisconsin's. BYU being at 13. Do you remember, like, when you used to go for student orientation in Madison, they would say – there was once a ranking of party schools in Playboy, and they didn't rank Wisconsin. And the reasoning was, we don't rank professionals with amateurs. <laughs> you remember that? That was like the, I don't, the one line. I don't, but that's awesome. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. So that's what they should have followed here. Okay. Well, I feel better knowing that this whole thing was fake because Blue Mountain State's not a real place. What is it? Is It, a, it looks it's like it's a TV, TV show? show. So I'm going to stand down. I'm going to stand down on this one. The real ones, no. <laughs> Nick Nick Moriano, by the way, who is off for a couple of days, by the way. That's why he's not here. He, yeah. he went off to Philadelphia. So if you're in Philly, you can find him there. Oh, jeez. I've days. never heard of anyone saying they vacation in Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay, Joakim Noah. Yeah, I know. That was like Joakim, <laughs> but like 600 miles I've been waiting. All, I've been waiting all morning to say that. Sorry. You, you prepped that one? Okay. I, I have to say, I've been to Philly many times for work. And it's a nice town. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Would you gym? take your family there oh on a vacation? I mean, I no. guess you go to... No. Constitution Hall is that what it's called? The Rocky Steps would be cool. Is no, you go to Jim's. Are those steaks. steps cool? Jim Steaks. Yeah, it just burnt down. The one on Ninth Street just burnt. Down. The, everyone the, in Philly just goes to Philly cheesesteaks. They're delicious. There's like, delicious and I know place. like Chicago's reputation for pizza, but people come to Chicago for other things too. Right. I feel like Philadelphia is probably a K-Duck family stop if we're on a road trip on our way to someone uh, somewhere else. We're spending an afternoon there. See, I just skip all of Philadelphia, or <laughs> Pennsylvania, quite frankly. Just the whole state. It's very hard to if you're driving east because I know, it's you a have gigantic state. Usually you're driving five hours through the state. But, you know, if you can avoid it, I highly recommend. Um, all right. Let's jump into some Bears talk here. And uh, we're going to have some fun with Hard Knocks, too, because this has been, it's been a great season of Hard Knocks. And we're going to try to relate it to the Bears. Bears too scared to do Hard Knocks. They just don't want to do it, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. First of all, we do have some practice stuff to talk about from yesterday. Um, I was there, and just a couple observations real quick. So, Matt Eberflus comes out and says, this is going to be like a game week. Okay, we're, we're doing a mock game week. And then training camp technically ended Sunday's practice. Monday was an off day, so... This Tuesday practice that was yesterday, right. it's typically your first like game week practice. And in the NFL, like 
you'll put pads on sometimes on Wednesdays, but not always. Some teams do it differently. But for the most part, once camp ends, you're you're not wearing pads a whole lot in practice right. in, in the NFL. Well, not only are the Bears in pads, that practice yesterday was intense. It was very, very physical. So I, I'd like to know, you know, is – is that going to be somewhat of the norm in the regular season, even? Yeah. Since they're doing a mock game week, or is this really just because they're trying to keep the momentum going from camp? But that was a tough physical practice. A lot of guys on the ground. There was a couple times where some of us in the media bleachers were like, are they going live right now? Or <laughs> did they just hit him that hard that he fell down? Like, they, it was a, I, I, I thought it was very interesting. And my takeaway. Um, which I put in my newsletter that came out this morning, was the days of babying these players are over. Any babying that was going on under the last regime, that is over. And I think you can see why Matt Aberflus kind of really got into George McCaskey's head and re- was able to really kind of sell them, sell him on that because in Chicago we eat that sort of physicality up. And I think as a fan base we eat that up. And it's good to see. But at the same time, how long can this last? You can't do that every Tuesday if you're going to get through a 17-game schedule, right? Mm-hmm. We're already seeing a lot of, a lot of players banged up and, and injured. And, you know, right now, we don't, you know, we're going to talk about the wide receiver situation going into this game against the Browns. Who's going to play? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's yeah. hurt. Um, and, and, yeah, that's one of the things we have to talk about because I still feel like there's a lot of unanswered questions uh, with this team right now. But I do – I, I, I guess where I'm going with this with the practice, I liked seeing that yesterday. Right. I liked, like, sending the message. Okay, it's a mock game week, but, yo, preseason's not over. We're still going hard. We're still got jobs to fight for. But I do agree with what you just said. Like, if they try to keep this up throughout the season, that could be a problem. Right. Um, and even yesterday's practice, we saw a couple guys get banged up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Tonjes at one point was shaking out his ankle, didn't look too serious. Uh, Isaiah Coulter came down awkwardly after a nice catch he made, but it was out of bounds because it wasn't a great pass from Justin Fields. More on that in a second. Um, and but he came back, he returned. Mm-hmm. Just you know, but that if you're going to practice like that, guys are going to get banged up, right. and so I think that that's going to be a fine line that they have to walk throughout the regular season. I like the fact that they're going to be tougher on them. I like mm-hmm. the fact that they're going to continue to send those messages, but. Doing a practice like you had yesterday throughout the regular season could become problematic. Right. Nick wrote a great piece last night as well about the, the hits philosophy and how that has changed things for the defense. And he talked about Tonga's interception return um, on, on Saturday. And I forgot which player said, like, normally that would not have happened in the past. Like, it just it, the effort wouldn't have been there in practice. You wouldn't have seen through the play. Um, I, I think, like, on that play, you know, a number of players escorted him down the field. That, that wouldn't have happened because, like, hey, it's not worth expending the energy in pra- practice. Well, a- Aberflus has come in and said, well, you better expend that energy in practice. And, and if you do, we're, you're going to be rewarded with, you know, with, with more play. And you touched on that in the, in the newsletter. Like, people are getting rewarded for their actual effort in practice. Yeah, it's it's nice to see the way we put it in the headline and in the newsletter. If you got this morning, was you know very sarcastically. Stop yeah. making so much sense, Matt Eberflus. <laughs> We're not used to this here in Chicago. It's a very weird thing that right. they, they keep doing things that make sense. You know, play rewarding the players, 
that are playing well. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, it's Evan Jenkins. Good job out there last week at right guard. You're going to stay there. You know, <laughs> like Thomas Graham, I, I'd never forget that game last year against the Vikings. He plays well. You just you don't see him for two weeks. Thomas Graham is going to be Graham is going to be a Bears legend just I know. for that one for for that one <laughs> performance. You're going to be talking about him in f- five years yeah. from now, even though he's long gone from the team. Yeah. Right? Well, meanwhile, he hasn't practiced like basically <laughs> all training camp. Uh, he's still not back at this point. So, but look, all these good vibes which we are feeling, we are talking about with this team. Yeah. mainly for the decisions that are being made, which we talked about yesterday, pleasantly surprised to see that the starters are playing Saturday night for an entire half. Again, just something that makes sense. Right. You had the offensive coordinator say last week, the quarterback needs game reps, and then he got seven passing attempts again on, on against Seattle, and we were talking about it post-game last week. We're like, well, was this, was this because um, – it was a short week, like Matt Eberflew said, and are they going to make up for it next week, or mm-hmm. are they not going to follow through on the, what they're saying? Because what that, that's kind of the example, Kev, is like Matt Nagy said a lot of things, but then in practice didn't great, really yeah. do it. So that sort of raised a red flag for me last week when you have the OC saying he needs to play, and then he only plays one series. So it's like, okay, are you putting the trust in the head coach that it's just the circumstances of it being a short week? Are they going to actually execute this next week against the Browns? Well, it sounds like they're going to execute it. They're going to let him play a full half. So the actions are going to follow what they're saying, and that is just refreshing. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be on the postgame show on Saturday night. So to hear that the starters were going to get an entire first half. I was it's like, big oh, for you. thank God. I was <laughs> like, I don't know what we're going to talk about if Justin Fields doesn't play, if the, the starters don't get reps. Now we're going to have plenty to talk about. Yeah, Nick's going to be here. Braggs is going to be here. You're going to be at a family wedding. So I'm sure you're going to probably be posted up at the bar listening no, to everything we a, have to say. This is kind of a remote wedding situation. Oh. Um, there's some glamping involved. Really? Um Glamping. No Wi-Fi is what you're saying. We have some type of cabin in the woods on a lake in Minnesota. Should should Wi-Fi come with glamping? I feel feel like glamping deserves Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not out in the middle of nowhere. It's like outside suburbs of the Twin Cities. So there'll still be cell phone signal and things like that, which is more I could say at my wedding, um, which was House on the Rock in Wisconsin, which – Really? It's kind of remote, but it's still like... In that one room that goes out to like nothing? Um, Is that where you got Like married? the wintergreen spot on the top? Used to be I, I was there hill. like 25 years so ago. So it used to be an old ski hill, but up there there was no cell signal. The reason why this mattered, game two of the Stanley Cup final going on. Oh, no. Bruins, Blackhawks. Um, the they only lost, person... They lost that game, you're fine. There's one cell phone company that's still... Well, it was big here because it used to have the name on the White Sox Stadium... But it's still big up in Wisconsin. That's U.S. Cellular. Right. So U.S. Cellular was the only one that you could get signal with. And because he was doing pre- and post-game for the White Sox then, Chris Ranji was the only one who had cell signal at this wedding because he had U.S. Cellular. <laughs> so there's one person, like, giving the updates from the Blackhawks game. This is a great Chicago wedding. media story. Hell, this is you know, pr- probably, like, information I didn't yeah. need to know, but I'm kind of glad I, that I do. Yes, but – Weddings in June during the Stanley Cup final are more acceptable than weddings during football season. 
I like family, weddings. man. I, I'm, I'm not going to. You're the ones got to do the defending here. Not really. They're what's even. I they're Vikings fans, so you know it's one thing if the Bears have a game, but the Vikings actually play at the same time too. Hmm. So it's very questionable. But that's uh, neither here nor there. Uh, one of the questions I I think we have to address though, going into this game, going into this season, <laughs> I it's been a fun exercise to do these wide receiver power rankings. I'm really glad I did though. It's kind of fun, yeah. It was kind of just a random idea I had the first week we put the newsletter out. But it's been fun and also disheartening to track every week because I'm doing the rankings yesterday, and I'm like, okay, um, the number two guy. Okay, number one's Mooney. Everybody knows that. Number two hasn't caught a pass in the preseason yet. And has 37 career passes to his name. Nine last year. Yeah. Number that's Equinemius St. Brown. One, one career touchdown. Valens Jones can't stay on the field, can't stay in practice. It's a little concerning at this point. Yeah. I like him, but again, not practicing yesterday. Byron Pringle, haven't seen him in a couple weeks. He's number four. Tajay Sharp, haven't seen him in a couple weeks. He's number five. These are the guys at the top of the list, and, may, and none of them are available. Your comments uh, for Darnell Mooney was play him on Saturday or don't. They might not have a choice. <laughs> God bless Isaiah Coulter. He's out there. Yeah. He he, he makes plays. Um, sometimes they're called incomplete, and they don't, they they don't, don't challenge him. But, hey, he's out there. He's making the plays. Uh, Nikhil Harry's next on the list. Not going to have him probably until October. Simba Webster might make the team zero NFL catches in yep. his career. Um Dante Pettis, Chris Fink, Kevin Shaw, those are the guys that you're going to see a lot in Cleveland. It's concerning. It's not great. And, I, I, you know, we're sitting here, and I think we've got the good vibes going on, on some of these things that are happening with, with the new regime, and we're, we're feeling good. I don't think the national media is going to ever get off the why don't the Bears – have more weapons for Justin Fields. And I'm not necessarily – I don't – they probably shouldn't. I mean, we, we're going to see what happens once these games are for real and we see this offense in action. But you already have a thin crew of receivers, and then to have it be so banged up is, I mean, just not great. The load that Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet are going to have to carry is a little concerning. Yeah, I – but it also it also makes me wonder who's going to be added to this roster still. You made yeah. So like, what are the possibilities here? Well, we we did have a super chat. I was, I I was going to yeah. say, but let's bring well, that in here. Um, there we go. The well, the Darius Slayton's name came up yesterday. I mean, basically, you're just trying to track who might be available. Wait, um, before I put this on the screen, is that even a receiver? Or am I thinking of another? Tate. No, I think it is. I'm thinking of Golden in my head now that I'm Golden Tate. Yeah, yeah. But I'm having here, internet problems. To be Jesse honest says, uh, "What about signing Auden Tate? Auden, bear or not a bear? Not a bear right now. Um, let's see. He is a still a free agent. So, oh well, he just got he just got cut. I see. Okay, the Falcons released him, so now we can have the reverse the Bears. Re- thing. Reverse so the Atlanta Falcons Bears. can come to Chicago as the Bears who get cut go to go Chicago to Falcons. Look, the, you're grasping here, like, and, and but that's kind of what the Bears were already doing, right? 
signing Equinemius St. Brown, signing Byron Pringle, that are hoping right. that it just sort of shakes out, taking a flyer on Nikhil Harry. But, and it might. I'm on record as saying I actually think, even at this point with all this concern, mm-hmm. I still think the Bears wide receiver room should be more productive this year. Because I think Mooney's going to go to a, ne- a next level, and I think that just the scheme alone will get guys open. I'm just saying, who the hell are the guys going to be who actually catch the passes? Fields is going to be throwing them to somebody. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunity. I mean, if you know, St. Brown is ever going to be anything in the league, now is your time. Yeah. I understand you were buried behind some other receivers in, in Green Bay, but you know, Pringle, if he gets on the field, same thing. It's just, do you think they have too much faith in their scheme, though? Do you, are you, do you think you have too much faith in their scheme? Do you think I do? Um, it's hard to say right now because we haven't seen the whole thing. We haven't seen it from. See, this goes back to what we talked about at the start of the show, though. It's just they're doing things that make sense. You know, they're, they're, they're scheming things that are the quarterback's strengths. Okay, play action, boots, screens. Everyone's concerned about the offensive line, but it can look a lot different when Mm. you do things schematically to help your offensive line. That's what we were screaming about last year during the season that they weren't doing. So, again, no one's saying this is going to be a top 10 offense or even a top 20 offense. It's just it should be better because they're going to do things that make more sense. And... The obvious answer to this question we're asking is who the hell is going to actually catch the passes from Justin? Cole Komet. Right. Like he's he's going to have to do a lot. He's going to have to block. He's going to have to catch the ball. He's going to take a ton of hits after the catch, especially because he tends to be a guy who refuse, refuses to go down. Yeah. Um, I think one of yeah. the things like people really aren't talking about this year that I think is a plus – you go back to last year's training camp, Andy Dalton is the starter to start the season. Andy Dalton is a much different quarterback than Justin Fields, right? And going into to last year, I thought, well, how the hell is this going to work? How are you going to hand off one offense, you know, one offense system of an offense to between two different quarterbacks? Now you have Justin Fields, the, the starter from day one. You're going around his talents. You're programming to his talents. Hopefully that pays off. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the hope. But it's still like when you're sitting here a couple weeks from the season starting, you're like, wait a minute, everybody's hurt. Yeah. Except the guys who I think you're going to cut. This doesn't seem ideal. <laughs> I, I, it just doesn't doesn't seem ideal right now. All right, got to tell you about our friends at Points Bet, of course. And Points Bet Sportsbook is counting down the days until the football season with a new offer every day until the season kicks off. From now until September 8th, Points Bet Power Hour will unlock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 p.m. Central. So we're in that window right now if you're watching live on YouTube. If you're catching the podcast later, that is the window you got to look for tomorrow, noon to 1 o'clock. Sign up for Points Bet now using the code CHGO to also get risk-free bets up to $2,000. Don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more 
first-time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. Download the PointsBet app today. Use code CHGO to take advantage of this limited-time offer. Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. So on yesterday's podcast, Will had his bet of the day, and he said to parlay the Cubs and Sox losing. I assume he was talking about Cubs game two. They did lose that game. The Sox. Yeah, he actually was talking about the second game. He was, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I, both games went, went final. I texted him. I said, hey, did you bet that? He said, I wish I would have. I said, oh, oh well, then you got you to gotta ride with it. I was actually going to do it because I thought, like, all right, I'm going to ride with Will, and I went to my account, and it didn't have a lot of money in it, so I didn't do it. Uh, so well, That's not good. Anyhow. That's not good. Um, I just chose to not watch Chicago baseball last night, and instead, Chicago does anyone know what yesterday was? Chicago Sky, game three. Well, yes. Sky and three. Okay, I'm very embarrassed. I don't know if they won. They won. They okay, good. They're on to the semis. Here's why I don't know they won, though. I didn't know the White Sox won or lost until this morning, which, of course, they lost. But here's why. Yesterday was Top Gun Maverick Day. As soon as the kids were asleep, I made my wife sit down and watch that movie. She was so. Oh, is it on digital now? Oh, yeah. You can get it yesterday. You can buy it. It's not streaming for free anywhere yet. Okay. You have to buy it. Of course, I bought it. The movie's amazing. Um, she was reluctant to watch it. Yeah. I said, I said you, honey, you got to trust me on this one. You, you, this movie is just good. I promise you it's going to be over. You're going to like it. And when it was over, she's like... Yeah, that was a good fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she enjoyed it. It's really good. She's like, that plot was way better than the first one. That's which what was I a, said. Which was the point what you made. Yeah. Which is fair. I actually agree with that. I still like the first movie, though. Chicago, you already have the best coverage for your favorite teams with CHGO. So make sure you get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to the front room, north side or south side or west side. With hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between, get decked out like Damar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? FOCO has you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. I think a lot of this stuff that I actually brought in came from Foco. Those like cool like Blackhawks bobbleheads. Oh, they yeah. like do like cool like one-off bobbleheads. when they were winning championships. I'm a big fan of Foco. I remember Even before those days. this. But back when I was getting married, nine years ago. <laughs> you know what's kind of freaky to think about is that the Cubs World Series was six years ago. Soon to be seven. Yeah. What about the Sox? Well, I don't want to <laughs> talk about that. Yeah. All those same people employed though. I have a niece who was born the, the night the just Sox keep won rolling the World Series. Just keep rolling it back. Yeah, I have, a, I have a niece who was born the night the Sox won the World Series, and she's about to go to college soon. So, That's insane. Yeah. Run it back next year. It's unbelievable. All right. Um, <laughs> real quick, last couple questions I think that matter this week is obviously with the offensive line, can they continue that momentum that they've They've picked up this. It, it is a different vibe. There's, mm -hmm. a, there's a positive vibe with this O-line, but I think they got to keep that momentum going, especially on that right side. Can Larry Borum, Tevin Jenkins have another good performance against the Browns? If they do, I fully expect them to be the starters against the 49ers. 
uh, in week one. And then with Justin Fields, you know, I, I've I, I've been talking about this. Like it's been it's been kind of steady, not yeah. not straight up, but you know, it's going up every single day, brick by brick, as Braggs would say. Um, yesterday, though, at, one of the bricks fell off. I think. Well, it wasn't his best practice. The fields, no. Yeah, it wasn't his best practice. It's okay. I, you know, those days are going to happen. Um, yeah, he... It's a Tuesday. Everyone was asking about the deflected passes that happened. Uh, one was deflected, I think, at the line in the scrimmage, and it got deflected again, and then finally picked off by Kyler Gordon. The second one, though, was a short pass to Darnell Mooney, where he, I don't know what his rules are, so I don't want to, like, say that he did the wrong thing. But on the right side, Cole Komet was lined up against uh, Matt Adams one-on-one. Linebacker Matt Adams one-on-one. And I was like, before the snap, I'm like, mismatch. Right there, mismatch. You know, and he didn't even look that way. He went left to Mooney, and he threw the damn ball so hard. Like, and Mooney, it was like a like a flat, so it wasn't that far. Mm-hmm. And... Okay, NFL wide receiver probably should have caught it anyway, but give the kid a better chance. And it went right off his hands and was picked off by Jalen Johnson. So there was just like – he was just off by that little amount. The ball I mentioned to Isaiah Coulter that went out of bounds, Mm -hmm. um, which Coulter managed to catch. was a great catch, but should have been a touchdown. The ball drifted out of bounds, what we would call a foul ball. Um, So not the end of the world, but – I'd like to see field score. I I, I want to see – you know, we haven't. He's only attempted fourteen passes so far this this preseason. I think last last year we saw like the glimpses and like the like the raw talent. I'm not necessarily sure we've seen that in the first two two games. So they've kind of kept things close to the vest, you know, offensive wise. But let us see a little. Let, let us get excited because there's a, a little long layoff between this this preseason game and then week one. So. Plus, you're not. You might be able to catch the 49ers off guard a little bit, but you're basically running their scheme. Right. So it, you're not going to get away from the fact that the 49ers defense has been looking at this offense in practice every single day in training camp. So I don't really right. know. Like, there's going to be some wrinkles here and there. You saw them last Halloween. They, you know, they killed you. Like, so it's not going to be like the Bengals, I, that one season where they caught the Bengals. I, what, what was that like? Twenty fourteen. That, that was last year, wasn't it? Oh no! I well, thought you were talking about last year. Yeah. They beat the Bengals. Yeah, they won last year, but they had a they had a home opener against the Bengals. I think in twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, and the Bears caught them off guard. But so. see, well, okay, but the, like the first naggy year, the first game in Green Bay, right? They came out with like all this different stuff. They did have the element of surprise in their pocket. But honestly, the stuff that was surprising wasn't even really Matt Nagy Chiefs stuff. It was just sort of like, oh, they came out in the T formation. What the hell is that? You know, like, and, and it was enough that it worked for a half. And by halftime, those coaches were able to adjust to it. And then you saw how the second half played out. So I'm, I, the point I'm making is I'm with you. Like, I, let's prioritize getting into the end zone. How about that? You know, if you have to run a play, you don't really want to call because you don't want to show it. Mm-hmm. You're not. That's not going to be the difference between you winning the Super Bowl this year. Okay, just make the progress you need to pro- you make. Get in the end zone. Let's see. Let's see what that looks like. Um, and I think that that would help Justin Fields a lot too. All right. Hard Knocks was on again last night. Um, 
this is, in my opinion, been one of the best seasons of Hard Knocks in years. Most in, in recent years, I think I've even failed to finish the season. Like I get, I get excited about it. I watch the first few episodes. Feels like football's back, and then I don't even finish watching like the fourth and fifth episodes. Right. This year's different. This has been legitimately entertaining. Dan Campbell is the Big Lebowski of the NFL. He yep. talks like him. He acts like him. He, I love the it. The nameplate on his door says the dude. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but he, he, he's always like, man, we're going to do this, man. You know, like, he's one of those guys. If, if he was coaching the Bears, he'd already be like the biggest star in Chicago, right? Regardless uh, of what the Bears were doing. Well, he's kind of Detroit's dick cut in a way without all right. the accomplishment. Right. Now, he didn't play in Detroit, although I think he may have spent a year there. As a player, he bounced around a lot. I didn't even realize he had like an eleven-year NFL career. I don't remember him, honestly. Yeah, it's crazy. He was a tight end, right? Yeah, tight end. Yeah, played for. I think he played for the Lions. Maybe the. I think he Dolphins. had a year, at least a year in Detroit. Uh, maybe a couple years. He was one of those fantasy waiver wire pickups where it's week nine and there's like six teams that are on by, and you're like, I need someone. Maybe this guy will catch a touchdown. And then the he dude. Does not. He never yeah. won you. Uh, he never eked out a title for your team. No, that'd be Greg Olson who did that for oh. me, and I got a picture with him that night on uh, Sports yeah. Sunday. I, I think this Hard Knocks has been awesome because it's giving us a look into a division rival. Usually these, these Hard Knocks are really crappy teams, usually from the AFC. Uh, you know, like, how many times have the Bengals been on? I don't, need to, I don't need to know anything more about the Houston Texans. The Cowboys are overplayed at this point. The Detroit Lions, I like seeing behind the curtain. I don't a, need to see Jerry Jones eating his McDonald's breakfast in the morning. Like, no. like last year was a hard I – was, I think I was out – of Hard Knocks last year before the Cowboys even got back to Texas. Because, they, you know, they train, they ship training camp in California. The Cowboys just, like, they just bore me. I just, I, yeah. obviously, they have a huge fan base and a lot of national attention. And when I worked for Yahoo, it was like, you would do anything about the Cowboys, and it would get a million clicks. So it was like, right, right about the Cowboys, right about the Cowboys. I don't care about the Cowboys. Like, they have, you know, they haven't won a Super Bowl almost as long as the Bears haven't. So, like, what's I, – I mean, I guess it's 10 years, but it's still 26 years they haven't won a Super Bowl. They haven't come close either. Yeah. Like, no, it, it, the, the, I mean, they can't even win a playoff game in Detroit. So – I'm talking about Dallas. They can't win Oh, a, Dallas. Yeah, yeah they, they, well, they're in that category too. Um, right. All right, so we thought it would be fun – since the Bears will probably never be on hard knocks, although at some point the NFL could force them. To do it, this is where the McCaskies, the McCaskies have like not a lot of power in the NFL, but they have enough goodwill that they're not on the NFL's bad side. They'll, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the NFL, pro- I don't think they'll force the Bears to do it. Also, quite frankly, the Bears would be boring. Would they? I think they. Well, not to us. I'm talking about like to others. To everyone. I think that's why they should do it. I mean, I don't think you should look at it, this as like a punishment. Um, you know, if they do get good in the next couple of years, I think the Bears should definitely do it. Like, are, are the Bears viewed as a cool brand nationally? No. Like, so if Justin Fields makes this jump and becomes a star that we're hoping that he is, you need to put your brand front and center, particularly if you have a new stadium that you're looking. I don't disagree. The, the, look, the Lions are – this has been very positive publicity for them. It's amazing. it's been a hit this year. 
it's it's been amazing. It's, it's what what's that done for for the Lions? I mean, you think of like Aiden Hutchinson hasn't played a game yet. He's already a recognizable star on a national level. And that's great for the Lions. It's great for the NFL. And you want to look at, like, what the NFL does right and what other teams, you know, don't do right. Like, look at the, this guy is a star, and he hasn't played a down yet already. So, obviously, he was the second-round pick, but yeah. the second pick in the draft. Well, we thought it would be fun to kind of predict the predictable hard knock storylines because in a lot of the ways, one of the reasons why it soured on this show before this season yeah. is that the – the storylines are all the same every year. It's like, all right, who's the most affable guy you can have mic'd up the whole time? And then Jack Sanborn story. You got to have the Jacks, the the guy that's like an undefeated or un undrafted free agent who's like maybe going to make the team. You got to yeah. focus Home in on him. Kid. Yeah. yeah, but see, I've I've come to, I feel like more times than not, whoever they select like in the first episode to be that person gets caught. Like it's almost like. It's almost like you know, okay, that guy's getting cut because Hard Knocks is focusing on him. Here comes the dramatic last episode cut scene that you <laughs> know worst. is coming. Yeah. Um, Sanborn's not getting cut. Would you back off over there? So they would have done a Daz Newsome storyline? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the whole – another thing that's become popular is the rookies getting up to the – front of the team and having to sing and tell say yeah. their signing bonuses this isn't just the Lions doing it. Um, but Aiden Hutchinson did knock that out of the park. Mm-hmm. All the credit. That was actually a cool scene. Um, so I'm thinking for the Bears, Kyler Gordon's dancing would have to be featured. Yeah. In that, that type of thing. Like, or maybe he doesn't have to sing, but since he has that dancing background, like that's something that they would definitely focus on. Gordon for sure. Um, Bayless I, Jones visiting a retirement home, trying to find an apartment. Oh, obviously, yeah. he's just thinking ahead for his, you know, his <laughs> own well-being. I would. I mean, well I, I would like the opportunity to just know more about the players and see that. You know, I, I think Justin Fields. So much of what we kind of know about him is is seen in these fifteen and thirty-second clips that he posts on his social media. It's him dancing. We. Haven't gotten really a deep dive. I, we, I think we think we know him, but I'm not sure that we do. Um, can you imagine Robert Quinn going through like an entire season storyline? Like that would be Oh, uh, Robert Quinn. I would hope that they would focus on him. He's just so interesting. Right. He's one of the more interesting people in the world. Um, I think that would be good. But you know, like the hits philosophy would just be slammed in your face nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the same way that. Right now with the Lions, they're the grit. That's how they started the first episode, grit. Right. It's all about, you know, how hard they're practicing all the time. One of the great things about Hard Knocks, though, is, like, there's stories you didn't know that you needed to know. And, like, last night, Craig Reynolds from the Lions, they had an entire sequence where he was FaceTiming with his older brother who's been in prison for 10 or 12 years. And his brother is sitting there giving him a pep talk don't make the same mistakes I did you know like you you know I've made so much I've made enough stakes for me mistakes for me you the rest of my our family like it was a really touching thing and we don't know who on that Bears roster maybe has a story like that or something else you know different the adversity no matter what it is that that people overcome that's that's what I really like about hard knocks is yeah. 
these usual faceless players, and there's a lot of faceless players on the Bears roster right now that we don't know about we would be more invested in. Um, so I really do kind of hope, like, as the Bears kind of go forward and and their franchise continues to evolve, hopefully they, they do take this opportunity because I think it would be a good one. There's so many things that they could get into that would be interesting that the Bears would just never, ever do. Like, what is, what is going – like, what's Ted Phillips doing right now with the stadium? You know what I mean? Right. Like, stuff like that. Like, uh, inside a meeting – on what they're talking like and again that would never ever happen in a million years but it would be really interesting stuff it would make the bears more interesting than they really are yeah like i could think of a million ideas like that that I mean, would that would be good someone in the comments brought up like don't they have the football drive 1920 or whatever 19- yeah but in that it, it's what, very sanitized that it is sanitized and it is kind of you're never going to see anything remotely controversial. It's like a hard knocks knockoff with the most right. basic stuff. You're never you going to see a coach yeah. chewing somebody out. Yeah. <laughs> and that, it's and, great. It's and, filmed and, well. And I'm not nice. even knocking the Bears for that, but that's right. what you're going to get when you have an in-house production like that. Mm-hmm. Like in hard knocks, yeah, the team has some say over, hey, you can't show this, you can't show this. But like at the end of the day, it's still HBO. Right. That's putting out the product. And there are some things that come out that the teams probably aren't thrilled about. But, yeah, it's it's just – I find some of that stuff on that 1920 football drive stuff interesting. But No, there has Well, been, there was yeah. last year when they, foc- they focused on Ladarius Mack's uh, music skills, and he got cut the same morning that episode came out. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Literally the same moment, morning they, the episode. They didn't release. value his musical skills as maybe as much as we would have thought. Well, that's probably why they were focusing on his music skills and not his football skills. I don't know. Do you know the uh, most successful team from a hard knock season? Like in terms of who actually won who, the game? Who had the best, the best season, the same Ooh. season they were on hard knocks? Um, I looked this up this morning. I'm trying to think recently. Did the Browns? It's do not it? recent. No, it's, it's not, not. recent. So it's not no. the Browns with Baker. Okay. I don't know. It, it was actually one of the better ones. 2010 New York Jets were 11 and five. Oh, that was the best. I don't record even remember anyone's. that season. Was that a Mark Sanchez team? Um, probably must have been. Yeah, it had to have been. They went to the AFC title game yeah, they had, against the Patriots. Yeah, with Rex Ryan as head coach. Yeah, and the uh, uh, Rex's feet, feet stuff came out. Yeah, it was Rex's feet, and then the, I remember reading about that on Deadspin back in the old days. Who was the uh, Who was the Jets player with all the kids? Antonio Cromartie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He has like that. That, that was a whole. He big has thing like twelve on there. kids. Where he couldn't remember, or they had him like naming all the kids. Yeah. I gotta get. That was like right at the outset of Twitter. There's a lot of people talking about it, but yeah, they were 11 and five. Okay, Cromartie has 10 kids, according to Google. Remember, he had a kid after he had a vasectomy. No way. That can happen. I think he is 14 now. <laughs> Google's wrong. You're you're on an archive page <laughs> from a few years ago. Wikipedia says 14. Yeah. It's crazy. Jeremy says hard knocks would be a distraction in the locker room. Do you agree with that? I don't. Um, I will say this. In last night's episode, they had a comedian named Josh Adams come in. 
That was funny. And he basically ripped everything that's been on the show so far, which was great. Like, he's he's making fun of Dan Campbell. He's like, yeah, we saw you do those up-downs. Man, those last six didn't even count. You know, like, right. like, like you weren't really – you got to go all the way down. Um, you know, it's just little stuff like – he said uh, – he said uh, Aiden Hutchinson looks like he's in a, ba- a boy band. He's like, yeah, hey, you, you guys got Justin Timberlake coming off the edge. You know, little stuff like that. That, that was, was pretty funny. funny. So, you, But you could tell that it was, all, it was all stuff that was in the show. So the players had obviously all seen it. Wouldn't so, you watch it? Yeah, I, mean, I probably would. I don't, I don't know what's in there, though, that would have been a, a distraction necessarily. I haven't watched all the episodes, but I... It's, yeah. It is what it is. That's what training camp is. I think they do a pretty good job of portraying what training camp is. So, Yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense. All right, so I need to tell you about our awesome friends at Owen, uh, which stands for Only What You Need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. All of their products are free of artificial ingredients. They're allergen-friendly, no gluten or dairy, and easily digestible. Uh, and we first heard about Owen here at CHGO from Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, who follows a plant-based diet. Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com with the code CHGO20. That is at liveowen.com, code CHGO20. Uh, join us, CHGO and Justin Fields. Try Owen only what you need. They're good. And we got to tell you about all the great stuff at CHGO that we got going on. Newsletter went out this morning, the Bears Things newsletter. If you're not already signed up for that, you can still check it out. If you are a member at allchgo.com, it is still posted on the website too. But if you are a member and signed up for it, you get it in your inbox. Uh, Kevin's got an awesome CHGO newsletter that goes out on Monday mornings, which hits on all of our teams, but always usually this time of year has some great bear stuff too that you're going to want to check out. Um, and the CHGO podcast is coming back tomorrow. Yeah, me and Luke Stuckmeyer and Casey Standahar. We're relaunching the CHGO podcast. So if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast feed, go check it. Search for the Chicago Sports Podcast and, and subscribe to that one. And it's, it's more of a general one. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. And I think it's going to be a little bit different than what we've been doing here. And we got you covered on all the sports, including the sky, which I should have known one lot last night. I was too busy watching Top Gun. Um, I'm pumped. I bought a sky. Sh- I I should have bought a sky shirt before, um, but I actually filled out my collection. I have a sky shirt, a black hawk shirt, and a bear shirt coming. I hadn't gotten the bear shirt to this point, and we have bear shirts coming out, but they won't be part of this new bear shirts coming out soon. They have, won't be part of the sale. I have the sky shirt. I shouldn't have worn it today. Do. That was a fail by me. All right. Well, as we do uh, ending every show, we uh, answer some of your questions. Any super chats? That remain out there. We're going to end a little bit early today um, because I got to get to House Hall and practice starts in like 40 minutes. Um, but uh, Isaac Siegel asked, actually, Lawrence, I'm going to ask you to read these if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, you didn't bring your readers, I see. Uh, well, okay, so. Uh, my far glasses. Yeah, but, uh, Isaac yeah. Siegel, he throws us a $5 super chat. Thank you, Isaac. He says, What about Mike Gasecki? Am I saying that right? Uh, yep. I, he says, I saw today they are shopping him. I know it's not a receiver, but still productive. I mean, Mike Kosicki's a, a s- pretty good pass-catching tight end. I, I, I remember seeing him in person 
uh, when Penn State came to Northwestern a few years ago and was like, yeah, that dude's an NFL tight end. He's been pretty productive for them. I actually haven't seen that. that the, they might be shopping him. The Dolphins might be shopping him. He's franchise tagged with, with them. Okay. Oh, so that makes sense. Seems like a little bit of a luxury now. Or is well, that- what are they going to do? They already lost Adam Shaheen. Couldn't pass his physical. <laughs> they tried to trade him. What are they going to do? They need yeah. him. Um, seems a. I think the Bears are kind of happy with their tight ends right now, to be honest with you. I think they feel great about what Cole Komet's going to become in the passing game. Ryan Griffin, sneaky in that area and a good blocker. Um, you know, you can never have too much depth, but Gesicki's going to want to go somewhere where he's going to get paid. And that's kind of the role that Cole Komet already has. He's a pretty good pass catcher. But I think it's luxury at this point, right? Well, yeah. Well, I'm I'm just saying that I don't think they're going to pay Mike Kosicki. You're not going to sign him to a long term deal right now. Money because yeah. they have Cole Komet, right? Who they think is going to. I don't think up. you should. Yeah, even if you didn't right now, I don't yeah. think you're going to cut that check. All right, Robert Lee has a question. How about making a move for Giants wide receiver? Uh, it's Darius Slayton. Uh, he might not make the cut out there in New York, and he has a connection with our receivers coach, Tyke Tolbert. What do you guys think? Yeah, I like Slayton. Um, I think he would kind of be another guy, though, that you're just sort of hoping to change the scenery. New opportunity could pay off. Um, I think the hope is that some of these guys are going to end up being interchangeable within the scheme. So if he is cut loose, I I, I think that that's – honestly, I think that's the type of receiver that you could see added. Guys like that were maybe surprise cuts around the league that the Bears go after or maybe claim off waivers. I saw someone when Daz Newsom got released saying, okay, well, maybe maybe like a change of scenery will help Daz Newsom. <laughs> the dude was a six-round pick. Like I know. I, I, he's a six-round pick who has been on the Bears through two years where they have awful wide receivers. <laughs> like if he was good, he'd be on the field. Right. And a banged-up wide receiver, bro. Someone said yes. Actually, our friend Herb Howard, you know, who actually I, 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 I felt like I needed to check in on him yesterday. He's, he's a big Daz guy. He Uh-oh. has this bet yeah. that Daz oh, was going to catch 40. Bet. What did he say? Oh. Yeah. And uh, you know, I just felt bad for the guy. And, um, you know, and he said, which you'll hear coaches and GMs say all the time, he goes, yeah, Daz cut himself. He kind of did. That's what NFL personnel guys will say, though. You end up cutting yourself. He did, though. He dropped. He couldn't catch the ball. I was on Monday show, and you guys were talking about, like, the wide receivers. And I, I wanted to say then I thought Daz was going to be cut any minute, but I'm not out there at Hallis Hall as much as you guys were, so I didn't want to overstep my bounds. And then the news kind of came out, and I was like, oh, I should have said that. Look, there's a handful of plays that happen every preseason where you're like, oh, man, I actually feel bad for that guy because that dude just lost his job. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm being, and I'm being dead serious. Like, when Daz muffed that punt, Against the Chiefs, I'm like, oh, man, that's it. And, like, he kind of came on strong the rest of that game, but I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're so far on the bubble. You have that one play. That's it, man. That would have been good hard knocks material. All right, what else we got? That would have been. All right, next up, this is from John Johnson. Would you prefer the Bears to pick up a better wide receiver next week or better O-line players? Both. (laughs) Why not both? Next question. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Next question. Uh, you saw some here traffic about Eau Claire. Hold on. Uh, oh, no. this, is, this kind of follows that. So what is your confidence level in Braxton Jones going into the season for you, Adam? 
Well, look, I, I addressed this in the newsletter this morning, too. I, I feel great. This has been a great story. It's It's been awesome. But it's going to look different when Nick Bose is coming after you <laughs> at your week one. And, yes, you're practicing against Robert Quinn. I think that is a, that has put him in a great position. But when the bullets are live and you also have to – you got Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa running a stunt together – you know, it, there's going to be some growing pains, but my confidence level is relatively high with Braxton Jones that this is going to work out. And despite probably some bad plays here and there, I, I think that this positive story will continue into the season. All right, a couple of late super chats coming in. This is from Joe, who's uh, four ninety nine. Thank you, sir. Why all the national media hate the moves polls has made all make sense through the lens of a multi year rebuild, cap draft capital, etc. I, I, look, you got to understand that there's very few uh, people that really have the resources and the time that can dive into every single team that's what's really going on behind the scenes. Like we've been covering here on CHGO on a daily basis, you know, since March. Um, and they're just not going to have the same grasp for why moves are being made. From the national media perspective, they see all the crap that happened the last two years, which was rightly criticized, all right? And then they saw GM get hired, who then didn't really make a lot of splashy moves. Yeah. So that's easy to shit on. And it, uh, the one thing I did agree with, like, Bears Twitter last Thursday in that game against Seahawks, I felt what they were feeling in that ESPN came – into the game thinking that, like, hey, here's a team we're going to be very critical of right. about a lot of different stuff. They never pivoted. And never. The, and But but then the Bears looked pretty damn good for yeah. the entire game, and it was like, wait, wait a minute, what's going on here? So like, A lot of this just kind of has to do with goodwill. Like, what have the Bears done to the, engender goodwill? They haven't earned it. They haven't earned it. The Seahawks obviously are in a worse, you know, in the same or worse position than the Bears are. Um, but they've been better more recently, so they kind of got the benefit of the doubt for whatever reason, even though they don't deserve it, right? So that's just kind of how it works. When you have national people covering 32 teams, it's really hard to cover all 32 teams at a very granular level. It it is, and and I have a lot of respect for those that do that, Um, but you're just not going to have the same, like, almost like instinctual feel for what's right and what's not as the moves are happening. Yeah. All right, next question. Uh, yeah, and that's why. Smash the like button, everyone who's watching. Thank you. Uh, this next one is from E. She says, does anyone know if Lou's confirmed about the captains? Um, I, that's, I have not heard that. I think that's kind of a question once the regular season starts usually. Are they going to be set captains? It's not going to be the every week thing? We don't know because when I asked that question in the off season, he said he hadn't decided yet. Okay. So, um, yeah. Well, that leads us to Brian's question. Does Flus have a sense of humor? A news guy made a joke about the injury list. He didn't even crack a smile. I thought it was funny though. I didn't. I. I'm not. I'm not sure which question in particular, but I have noticed that with the injuries, Flus can joke around here and there a little bit, not yeah. a lot, a little bit. And that's not. One of the things he's joking around. He's about. not the dude. So no, he's not the dude. He's not the dude. All right, all right. We're gonna end it with Isaac. Uh, Five dollar super chat. Thank you very much, Isaac. Hogue, lots of one lane traffic from Eau Claire to Minnesota on ninety four. For your Thanks information. For the heads up. 
Wait, not only did he give you a heads up, he spent $5 to give you the heads up. I really appreciate that. You need to, like, pay Venmo him $5 for that. Well, I don't... Isaac's your ways. I don't... Look, I appreciate the information, Isaac, but I don't feel like I need to pay him when I can use the Maps the app on my phone for free. Is there a way around it? Um, what if he gives you a way around it? Yeah, well, wa- ways I, I will have you generally going. know the way around it okay. up there. My sister actually lives up there between Eau Claire and the... Do you ever border. stop at the Norski Nook for a pie? I've driven by it a thousand times. I've never stopped. Uh, Should I stop? Yes, but bring your own pie tin because they charge you like 7 or $8 to buy their pie tin if yep. you don't bring your own pie tin. That's, like now, scam. that's good info right there. I would not have known <laughs> that. That's free. And you know me. I'm always carrying my pie tin around, so I'm prepared. <laughs> huh, I, I would like you to bring one of these pies back. I'm excited. I don't know. What, the, what aren't there a couple pie? of them? Yeah. They're, There's yeah. one in the forest, which is actually where my wife's from. They're kind of, you know, it's... They're the Norskis there. Remember, like, you, you're probably too young to remember. Like, remember Poppin' Fresh? I love Poppin' Fresh. What the hell happened to Poppin'? It, it became, became it Baker, came Baker Square. Square, but it wasn't yeah. as good. I believe Poppin' Fresh, if I'm not mistaken, I was in there as a small child, and, you know, they give you the little kids' menu you can draw on and all that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where I learned that the Milwaukee Brewers glove logo was an M and a B. I'm pretty sure it was on my, oh. on my uh, menu, and I was like... What? And it just blew my mind. And then I had some French silk pie. Delicious stuff. Nice. What's the logo that took you the longest to figure out? I think for me it was actually the Montreal Expos logo. I, I was going to say that that's yeah. up there. That I had no I mean, idea. The M that was, was obvious, M. but I didn't realize that the rest the, of it was lowercase e. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's I probably that Expos, Brewers logo. Expos might be up there. That's like a recent thing. That's if there's one team I want to come back in sports, it's the Montreal Expos. Hartford, Hartford Whalers. Whalers. See? That's another good yeah. one. Or the Nordiques. Sorry, DNVR. Cool. Send them back to, to Quebec. Don't, uh, well, the Whalers moved to Carolina, right? Correct. Yeah. And they do. The they Nordiques became the Lanch. Avalanche. The Avalanche. Did I see that they're doing like a Hartford Whalers jersey? That's, well, that's what I was going to say. Why can't Carolina, Carolina be the Whalers? Well, they, they do Whalers nights in Carolina. It's just not, it's not the same. It's just, I don't know. My work. buddy Frank Schwab goes nuts like whenever people like talk nostalgia about some of these defunct teams it's just like if anyone cared about them they wouldn't have moved yeah <laughs> like, the oilers uh, is another one. Oh, i love the Oilers. i wish i wish oh when the texans gosh. came back yeah when, when the texans started i wish they'd done what the browns did where the browns were just okay we're technically a new franchise right. but we're gonna be the browns and then like houston now that's probably because he couldn't copyright a color is my guess on that but well, I don't but know adams owned name. it right is that i think that's what with that yeah, he didn't let it let it go. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Uh, which one of these teams is going to be the the second team in Chicago playing at Soldier Field in the uh, stadium that definitely will not be built? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, maybe the Jaguars. We're out of here. Uh, thanks for watching today. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure you check out all our content at allchgo.com. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow at noon. CHGO Bears. Appreciate you guys being here. And um, noon tomorrow, I'm just trying to think ahead, game Saturday. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I'll be stuck in traffic, apparently, between Eau Claire and Minnesota. Enjoy the pie. See you tomorrow.